Hey, great morning, great afternoon. Hello, everybody. This is your friend. This is your neighbor, the work from home CEO. It is Anissa on this Friday, June the 14th. Thank you so very much for joining me today. I am delighted and so excited to be sharing this platform with you once again. So listen, have you shared this podcast with your friends? If you've not already done so, please do so. You can find me on, on, on Google Podcasts. You can find me on Spotify. I am looking very soon to even be added to Apple Podcasts, coming soon. But thank you again for taking time out to share this moment of time with me. I hope that I share something that at least leaves you with a little thought, keep you thinking, inspire you, educate you, and provide you with what it is you need to take your business, your venture to the next level. Listen, before I get started with our podcast, I want to say, of course, thank you to everybody who've already, who's already joined and giving me your feedback. I do appreciate you. You are so very much appreciated. Wanted to let you know that my very first Work From Home Expo, yes, it is being planned as we speak. The date is August 7th. And it will be here in the Fair City, the All-American City, Fayetteville, North Carolina, right here at the Ramada Hotel on Owen Drive. So listen, if you are in the Fayetteville area and you are a work-from-home CEO, you're operating a home-based business, please be my guest. Come out. If you aspire to be a home-based business owner and you're not quite sure which direction to go, then please come out. This expo is for you. And if you are in business and you provide a product or service that will be of great benefit to any entrepreneur, any home-based business, um, home-based entrepreneur, or any entrepreneur, period, please, please come out. This expo is all about encouraging home-based entrepreneurship, most definitely. We are looking for vendors. If you have a business or a part of a business entity, whether it be direct sales, and you not only sell a fabulous product or provide an awesome service, but you're looking to expand your sales force, your team, you're looking to expand your territory, this will be an ideal opportunity for you. And again, as I said before, if you provide a product or service, maybe graphic design or a virtual assistant, or maybe you um, are an excellent organizer or an event planner, you could be a vendor as well. Now, everybody doesn't have to be a vendor, but if you want more information about that, of course, the vendor fees are 75. That includes your participation fee as well as your lunch. But then if you are just someone who wants to attend, admission is 25. Eventbrite, you can find the event on Eventbrite, Work From Home Expo. The date again is August 7th. We will start at 10 a.m. that morning and go until 3. I've got a dynamic speaker who's going to share her story with you guys. We're going to be, your mind is going to be blown. She is the consummate professional, worked in corporate America, had her own home-based business, built a million dollar retirement, you guys. Multiple streams of income is where it's at. So be sure to come out and don't miss it. Lunch again will be included, whether you're a vendor or an attendee, your lunch is included in your fee. And then of course, August 1st, be on the lookout. My very first book, The Vendor Blueprint will be available for pre-order. I will be launching it with my very first um, lunch party in September, but pre-orders will be available in August, you guys. I'm excited, super excited about that little manual. It's all about working with home-based business owners on how to properly represent in the marketplace. That's what that book is all about. So be on the lookout for it. Stay tuned. Definitely find my event on Eventbrite and follow me on Facebook to get more information about when my book is available. 
So anyway, with that being said, let's just jump right into let's jump right into our topic. One of the things that I absolutely um, have been passionate about since starting my own home based business, and of course, this has not been this was not an immediate passion, but I would say I evolved into this person. Is I consider myself an advocate for the home based entrepreneur. I have a I have had, I should say, a business of my own for almost 20 years now working from home. And and if you've heard me say this before, you'll hear me say it again. It hasn't always been pretty, but it has been real. It has been a learning process. I have evolved into the person I am now. And I see I see there being a greater need for home-based business owners. I honestly do. I see there being um, I see the need has the need has always been there, let's be clear, but I see even a greater need. I see people what they really want and sometimes that they aren't able to sometimes communicate effectively, they can have through home-based um, home entrepreneurship. They really can. And, and what I think maybe is that even when there have been various types of small business fairs or job fairs or, or when you are um, looking for employment in your respective cities, entrepreneurship is not always at the top of the base. And even when it is with like a small business Expo, home-based entrepreneurship is not always conveyed or shared or spotlighted as much as other opportunities. I'm not saying any one entrepreneurial venture is better than the other, but what I am saying is that oftentimes because people don't even consider home-based entrepreneurship, they jump into another segment of the entrepreneurship window and they're not as fulfilled as they thought they would be because maybe, just maybe, they should have started at home first and built from there. So in light of that statement, let me just share with you something that some of you may be aware of and some of you you know, may have like absolutely no clue. I want to share a few statistics. I've been doing a lot of study um, about you know, home-based entrepreneurship over time. And um, I, what I have found is, is there's, a, there's a wealth of information out there if you know where to look or even if you even began to search for it. There's there's millions of dollars in revenue being created because of the efforts of home-based entrepreneurs. Millions of dollars in revenue, particularly in the direct sales industry. Now, I've been a part of the direct sales industry for almost 20 years, okay? And what I did not know when I joined that I do know now is that at least for the last 10 years, $30 billion, that's billion with a B, of revenue has been added to the United States economy as a result of home-based entrepreneurs in the direct sales industry. Now, for clarification, let me just say this. Those of us who are in direct sales represent various companies, some of which you may have heard of, some of you may not. One of the oldest is Avon, Tupperware, Herbalife, Mary Kay, um, Paparazzi. All of these companies are a part of the direct sales industry, okay? Now, when you think about $30 billion over the since the recession of 2008 up until this very day, the reports show that the direct sales industry has created $30 billion on average in revenue in the United States economy. The majority of those participating in that particular industry are women, about 74, 75%. And in addition to that, they are building their businesses on a part-time basis. 
the majority are building their businesses on a part-time basis. Now you think about the magnitude of that. Women working part-time from their home, creating $30 billion of revenue in just a direct sales industry alone. 38 million, there are 38 million home-based businesses in the United States. Okay. According to recent statistics, and I found this on, um, oh God, I can't even remember my source now. I'm, I'll post it to my, to my, to my work from home CEO page, but home-based business companies are generating what they say, big bucks, annual revenue of $427 billion per year. Okay. And 20%, 20 percent, approximately 20 percent of home based businesses make anywhere from 100 to 500 thousand dollars a year. I said a hundred to five hundred thousand dollars a year. So when we talk about entrepreneurship and when we when we choose to talk about um, small business, when we do not give home based business ownership its proper due, we are uh, disadvantaging our communities. We're disadvantaging our families. We're disadvantaging so much about our economy is so much tied to this. So let's talk a little bit about some businesses that started at home. Okay. So some of you may not be in direct sales. I understand that. If you're not in direct sales, you have, if you are in direct sales, you have some limitations on what you can do, but some of you are not in direct sales. And I don't want you to think small. I want you to think big. And of course I understand growth is gradual. But how fast you go is totally up to you. Remember the words of the song. It says, it's not where you start, it's where you finish. It's not how you go, it's how you land. A hundred to one shot, they call him a klutz, can outrun the favorite. All he needs is the guts. Your final return will not diminish and you can be the cream of the crop. It's not where you start, it's where you finish. And you are going to finish on top. You know the words of that song. We hear it all the time. But let me tell you about some companies. Talking about it's not where they start, it's where they finished. Did you know that Amazon, Amazon, yes, Jeff Bezos founded Amazon in 1994 as an online bookstore. Okay. At that time, it was completely ran out of his garage in Bellevue, Washington. Did you know that? Amazon, Amazon.com. Who orders from Amazon today? I'm getting packages all the time. Started right out of his garage. Apple in 1976, Steve Jobs and Steve, I think Wozniak is how you pronounce his name. They were in their 20s. They started Apple computers by selling 50 units at $500 a piece to a local retailer. Guess what? Right out of their garage. Right out of their garage. Harley Davidson in 1901. William S. Harley drew up plans to create a small engine to power a bike. Over the next two years, he and his friend, they built motorcycles out of a wooden shed in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Harley Davidson started out as a business at home. Harold Matt Matson and Elliot Handler, Handler, they founded Mattel out of the garage, out of their garage in California. It started as a picture frame company. Now that I did not know. In 1945, they, you know, they started using their materials and they would use their little frame scraps to create doll houses. And what ended up happening is that they were selling the doll houses better than the picture frames. So then they converted the business to take an emphasis on toys. Okay. Mattel, did you know that? Did you have a clue? I had no clue. No clue at all. Here's another one. The Yankee Candle Company. 
Yankee Candle, 1969. That's the year I was born. Michael Kitteridge made a scented candle in his garage out of melted crayons. He did that as a gift to his mother. Okay. He made a simple gift. He was 16 years old, you guys. The neighbors took notice. They expressed an interest in buying his candles. And so he started mass producing them. Four years later, he outgrew his garage. We see Yankee candles everywhere. Started as a home-based business. Who knew? Now, this one you may have known. Mrs. Fields. How many times have you eaten their cookies? Raise your hand. <laughs> Debbie Fields was a, a stay-at-home mom. And she started getting a little restless just being at home. All of this started in 1977. She loved baking cookies. So she figured she may try her hand at opening a cookie store. The concept, you know, it, it, it's not odd now because we see these cookies everywhere. We see cookie stores in every mall outlet everywhere. But back then it wasn't common. OK, she was over 20. Was, she was like in her 20s. She was young, 20 years old, didn't have any business experience. But guess what? Do we see Mrs. Fields cookies everywhere now? It started in her home, you guys. Never underestimate the, the strength of your business venture. Another excellent example, and this is my final one for today, is Baby Einstein. How many of you guys have heard of Baby Einstein? For those with small children, I'm sure you have. Julie Agner Clark. She's just a mom in Georgia. Looking for educational materials for her newborn. This was back in 1996. There was a big hole in the market for, for, for educational materials for babies. So she decided to create her own. Imagine that. She shot a video in her, in her basement for her daughter. She and her husband edited it. They doodled a logo. I mean, all of this was done at the house, at the kitchen table, between their basement and their kitchen table. Baby Einstein was born. Now, within a year, baby, the very first Baby Einstein was being sold in stores. Okay, then it became a hit. Did you know that in 2001, Disney bought the company, B Baby Einstein from this family for $12 million? Okay, get excited. So again, it's not where you start, it's where you finish. And the, and the thing that I want you to take away from this broadcast today is that I don't want you to think small. No matter where you are right now, despise not small beginnings, but don't be satisfied there. Take your business venture to the next level, regardless of whether you're a part of the $36 billion industry of direct sales, or maybe you are have a home-based bakery. It doesn't really matter. What you have can grow exponentially, okay? So I hope you've been encouraged and inspired to do the invent some with your business because it's not just really about you. Your four walls are fantastic. What you do for yourself and your immediate family is a blessing, but what you have to offer is for the nations. Think big, think on a global level. Start where you are and look to finish on top. Keep growing, keep learning, keep developing. Take advantage of opportunities such as my work from home expo and the book that I'm writing called The Vendor Blueprint. Grow as an individual and pass and, and then take what you've learned and pass it on to others. What you have in the palm of your hand can be so big and so large that in the next two, five, 10 years, it can be something you pass on to your children, but not only that, but people in your local community, in your county, in your state, in your segment of the of the United States or even globally can be blessed by. So listen, this is your friend. This is your neighbor. This is Anissa. I am the advocate for the home-based entrepreneur. I am the work from home CEO and so are you. I am so excited. And again, thank you so very much for choosing to join me today. Don't forget, share this podcast with your friends. This is all about us together creating success. 
individually and collectively. And I look forward to celebrating all your successes with you. Shout out to my friend, Stanley Malief Lewis. This song is It's All About Love. He is a recording artist out of Georgia. And again, he works from home. Imagine that. That's where his studio is located. Find him on Facebook. You guys make it a great day. Have a fabulous weekend. And I look forward to being with you next week. Thank you.